0: All right, two things you do not want to forget at your Christmas Eve candlelight service. Coming up here on the Better Sundays podcast at reachkeep.com. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast. Focus practical and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Well, howdy, 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 holiday greetings from my house to yours. This is Mike here at ReachKeep.com out here in Sinclair, Wyoming, and it's good to have you here with me. I have never done a podcast from sitting on the floor in my living room, but I wanted to show you my half-decorated tree and a couple of my clocks I made in the background there, my beautiful fireplace, and just uh, give you a howdy greeting from out west here. I hope you're getting ready for the holiday seasons, and if you are, so Something that should be on your schedule as a church leader, as a person who's interested in outreach, as a person that wants to reach new young families is a candlelight Christmas Eve service. This is one of the most powerful things that you can do to bring in new people and to make a real dent into their heart and and really stuff yourself in there in a way that they will never forget. I want to give you two things that you don't want to forget. Now, there's a lot of things you don't want to forget. Don't forget to turn the heat on in your building. Don't forget to get the candles, okay? Uh, You know, don't forget to have some nice decorations and welcome everybody and all that. But I want to give you two things that are just a, a little bit kind of deeper, some powerful things that we have always tried to leverage at our church. And the first one is the word anticipation. I don't want you to forget the idea that this can be one of the most anticipated services in your entire year. December is filled with anticipation and we can leverage that and use that in a great way all the services the rest of the year, and I wouldn't say all of them, but most of them, there's a level of routineness, a regular regularity of every seven days we have church services and you know, midweek services, whatever happens to be. But the candlelight service is something that's totally different. It's an evening service. The lights are down low. It's kind of, you know, very special. It's, a, it's always the night before Christmas. Remember, December 24th, Christmas Eve's coming. Okay. I commented somewhere the other day and got some feedback. I said, this year Christmas Eve falls on the 24th and uh, got a little comments on that. But yeah, it's, it's a special thing. And every year this can be great. And you can create a level of anticipation for this that is very, very powerful and will really resonate in the lives of your people. We have, we're running three candlelight services because we have so many people come to them because we have created this kind of community idea. In other words, the, the Sinclair community, Candlelight Service. Sometimes we advertise it as the All Community Candlelight Service. And if you're going to Candlelight Service, this is where it's at. It's our church. And uh, come on down. And uh, so we have three of them just to kind of take care of the crowd because we've created over the years a desire for people to come and to bring their kids and understand the reason for the season. Uh, There's just a lot of really good really, really good things that go on this time of the year. And uh, there's some obviously some heartbreak and some first Christmases alone and things like that. But if we can combat that with a much anticipated service that is very unique, that's what we want to do. So I want to create some anticipation. I wrote a couple things in my my notes here. Um, And this is the idea that this service is special. It's different than every other service that we put on. It's not going to have a, in fact, the way we do it, we sing some and then, you know, read a verse and then we sing a hymn that has to do with those verse, a Christmas carol of some sort. And we read another one, sing another one, read another, sing another one. In other words, it's not your typical type preaching service. We also have created some other unique things. And I'll share with you that when I get to the second word that I think is. really, really important for us to remember. But this idea of anticipation where people are anxious to be there and they're going to take time out of their schedule to come. Again, the idea of anticipation would be make sure that your community knows. Make sure that you, you should be right now, it is December when we're recording this, you should be posting on Facebook Advertisements for your candlelight service on December 24th so people know and they get that in their mind that they and they're they have so many parties and so many things to do with school system and so many things to do with you know the rah rah and the tinsel and the silver bells and all that kind of stuff that they need a reason for the season and they need an anchor for their children and parents will anticipate bringing children out of their worldly system and again we're reaching unsaved people reaching new people haven't been in church before they're going to say I need to get my kids into something that is stable, something that is traditional something that is really the reason for the season and I am going to take them to that candlelight Christmas Eve service down there at uh, Sinclair Baptist Church. That's the way that we anticipate it or anticipate that they will be thinking about it. We're going to send out advertisements. We're going to print some little cards. We're going to put it in our mailings. We're going to have it in our bulletins at church. But we're going to have people invite people to this very very special service. And again, many times we think we have to do all sorts of fancy things to make it special, and it's got to be your best message and whatever. This is actually probably one of the easiest services that I do as a pastor. Uh, It's just basically read some scriptures, explain a little bit, read scriptures, explain a little, read scriptures, scriptures, explain a little, and hymn, 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 hymn. Y'all spread throughout there. And then we kind of wrap it up with something special, which I'll share with you in just a second. But you want to create anticipation. So make sure it's well publicized and the kids especially. And when I'm promoting this on Sundays uh, before, I always kind of lean into our people say, folks, this is something very special for your kids. Your kids will not forget they will never forget this service. They may forget some of the other 52 services weeks of the year that we have, but they won't forget this one. And boy, does that create the anticipation! And if you can actually get over into your children's program and talk to the kids and say, "Hey, when you come to church, we're going to have something special. Every kid's going to get a candle, and we're going to light those candles. And and if uh, you know, we're going to be able to you're going to be able to light them, see them, hold them in your hand. Eventually, you're going to blow them out. It's going to be a really cool thing. Candles with kids." fire, you know, birthday parties, they think of of candles, birthday parties, it's a very special time. So you create anticipation. Don't forget, don't make this a routine service, don't make it another service, don't make it just another thing that happens, make it super, super special. The second word that is really, really important is the idea of experience. An experience. Now, I do not uh, believe in uh, the, you know, the whole rah rah, you know, church needs to be all sorts of, you know, uh, whoop-de-doo and that kind of stuff. We're not talking about that type of experience. We're talking about something that happens. In fact, I want to sit here on the floor and do this because. Later on in this year and in many other years that we have had in my house, wherever it was, whether I lived here or somewhere else or a smaller apartment or wherever, we've had a Christmas time together as a family. Fed time when we've all sat around and and the kids sit on the floor and we usually have all the grandkids over now and it's kind of a full thing and we have the Christmas experience and it entails a tree and some gifts and you know some uh, you know there's always food you know lots of food uh, tied to the whole thing many many different things that go on but it is something that is different and it is unique and people remember it now basically everything in life is an experience okay so what we want to do is make sure that our Christmas candlelight eves of service is really a is something unique and something very special that they would remember. I've already mentioned the candles. I've already mentioned you know we turn the lights down low. Uh, you know we, it's not the traditional uh, you know song leader gets up and does a, s- several songs or whatever. But it's just like we're singing Christmas carols. We're being kind of family oriented, and it is really a unique thing. The fact that we just do uh, several. Services too. That makes it sort of shorter, and it kind of moves quicker, and, and it's just real special. There's a lot of, uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas kind of happiness uh, going on during that time. But, the, but a candlelight service can be this powerful, powerful thing. And don't forget to do what you can to make it that way. Uh, in my notes, a couple of things, you know, make it the service unique, obviously, you're going to have a, and, and what we do with the lighting is, and it's its evening service, so we turn the lights down low, and we have just candles that are lit, we have a few, of course, we have exit signs, and some, a few electronic candles, and some of that, uh, so people don't, you know, walk by, and catch themselves on fire, but in the front, we have several candles lit, we have in other appropriate places, we have some candles that are lit, and, and kind of ready to go, um, we, we change the pace of it, again, it's sort of a, a there's not announcements, and all that, that stuff we come in we just start out with some christmas carols we sing those together um we have fire, okay? I mean there's there's candles, you know. Every person gets a candle when they walk in. And we got these little paper things so they don't drip wax all over. And every person gets a candle right there, and they get to hold on to it, and the kids are like, What is happening here? I'm gonna get and there's that anticipation. This is gonna get lit somehow. They know that somehow that candle is gonna get lit. And they also know that this is different than anything ever happened the rest of the entire year. So it's really kind of that, that unique thing there. Um, we've done a couple really special things that sort of add to it. We haven't done it every year, but it's been the fun, the years that we've done it. Um, we have had, uh, we always have some security people and, uh, you know, some greeting people. So when your service is going, that there's security in your building and some of that. I'm not sure how your building is set up for that, but we always want to make sure. So what we have done, which is really kind of fun, is we've got a couple of our security guys that have done that we have dressed them up we got them a big old robe and we got them one of those shepherd's crooks with a with a a crook on it uh the staff type thing and when people have come in they have just been like the door openers and they have been what we call the silent shepherds they don't say anything they just kind of Open the door, let people in. Open the door, let people in. And the kids, their eyes are getting big because how often have they seen, you know, a shepherd? We had the beards on them, you know. We did some fun stuff. It was just made of something fun fun for the children, but it made it really, really a unique experience. At the end of that service, then those shepherds, then as they let people exit uh, for the children, they had like a little gift. And we have done like a little loaf of uh, banana bread. We have done um, a little bread. Bag with some goodies in it, whatever you can think of, but it just kind of made it something really, really special for all the children. So that was something we did that was unique. The other thing that we did. And we've done, by the way, we've done shepherds. We've done wise men, you know, the kings. And there's lots of things you can do. Um, just think about that ahead of time. That premeditated, thinking about it ahead of time is what really makes this special. The other thing that you can do that really makes it totally different than any other thing is when we light our candles, the way we do it is is I usually preach gospel message there at the end. And we have uh, some candles up in the front. Sometimes it's three of them, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Uh, sometimes there's just one representing Jesus. the light of the world and i invite a couple children to come up and light their candle and then they take it out and light their family's candle and then that family lights another family and that family lights another family and all these candles start to kind of spread and it's really kind of neat as they are spreading the flames and spreading the light, spreading the message. I mean, there's a lot of metaphor going on here. I ask everybody that once your candle is lit, why don't you stand up and let's all stand around the outside perimeter of the building here, the outside of our auditorium, Area And we are going to sing Silent Night all together. And so they light their candles and I have a little music kind of playing in the in the background there and they all move to the edges. And then we sing a verse or two of the song Silent Night while they are all there. And then I say before you blow out your candle I want to let's sing one more song and it's just a little chorus and you probably know it's we wish you a Merry Christmas we wish you Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year good tidings we bring to you and your kin we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year Merry Christmas everybody God bless you I love you and you finish up with that and how many times in your congregation all stood in a circle and sang to each other what I'm saying is this is special and we want to make it something special. Break out. Do something. Break it out of your routine. But take these two things, the word anticipation and the word experience, and leverage those the best you can. And you will find that, that December then becomes one of the greatest months of you touching lives. It's very hectic. We may not have as many much outreach as we want. The weather's always terrible <laughs> where we live. So we have a lot of people that don't make it. But when we do, we want to touch their lives with this anticipation and with experience. And so I want to share share those things with you today. So I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year wherever you are, whatever part of the country, whatever hemisphere you're in. And remember, if this has been helpful for you, if you would do me a favor and subscribe to our YouTube channel, that would be great. Subscribe on your favorite podcast listening device, whatever you do. And make sure you give us a thumbs up there. Reach down, hit the button, give us a thumbs up. From me to you, from my living room to yours, wherever it is, I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.